0: right to your door, and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you so you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Hey, y'all. How's it going? It's Aaron. What's happening? How's your week going? Hope you're Tuesday or whatever day you're listening to this on is off to a tremendous start it's a funny word tremendous anyway um i don't normally jump in at the beginning like this but i wanted to let you guys know a couple of things i i just got done um editing this episode for release and for those of you that haven't like that don't stick around for the end of the interviews like i always throw a song When we have a musical guest, I'll throw a song at the beginning of the interview and then one at the end. And um, Anders has a new album out. It's called Orpheus and the Mermaids. And it came out this year. And um, man, I was putting the songs into into the episode. And the first one had me crying, (laughs) sitting here bawling. And then um, the Mm -hmm. one that's at the end, has such a poignant and hardcore message. And I'm just reminded of what a incredibly huge talent Anders is. And what a sweet soul. What a just gem of a human being. Um, I mean, you'll hear us talk about it. But like, he was at his son's lacrosse game and didn't cancel our interview. And that means the world to me. And I I hope you hear this, Anders, man, that like from the heart, that means a ton. And for all of you out there, go go listen to this album. Like, I know we say that all the time and I mean it all the time, but like I doubly, triply, quadruply mean it. This Anders is a consummate storyteller, poet and amazing just channeler of energy and light and love and it's just amazing. I'm I'm like kind of like shaken up from what just happened in here. And also I I also wanted to tell you guys a couple of other things that we didn't get to in the in the intro. So when after the commercials, uh you know, we do our intro, you're going to hear it kind of sounds like it starts in the middle and that's because it does. Uh, we had uh, Jake from Midnight on Earth podcast over here and Bryn from Vital Force Herbs and did a, a segment with them. But after speaking with Mel and Apple, we decided it would be better served to have that be standing alone and not put it in here with Anders. Uh, I want you guys to hear that as its own thing. So you're going to hear that in the you know coming days. We'll put that out and That'll be a little extra for you, but I wanted you to just have this, you know, this thing on its own so you could focus on the stuff that Anders is talking about because this conversation was one of those that really moved the three of us and I know it's going to do the same for you out there. And also, um, I also want to reiterate for all of you that uh, on June the 4th, Jeff Firewalker Schmidt from Saint Disruption, you know, John Modeski and Jeff Firewalker Schmidt have created Saint Disruption, which is a musical collaborative effort social movement, poetic sonic wonderland that they're doing and Jeff is flying to Portland to come give a class here at the No Simple Roadhouse and uh, there are in-person spots available for those of you that want to come in person they are going fast And there's only a few left. So if you were thinking about doing it, get off the fence and do it now because they're going to be gone if you don't. And then you can also sign up online. You can go to www.nosimpleroad.com and just scroll down a little bit. You'll see the the picture of Jeff and a description of the class. It's called uh, sovereignty and the warrior's path uh, opportunity in the time of COVID-19. And uh, it's two and a half hours on June 4th. And, you know, go sign up. You could, like I said, you can come in person or you can sign up for the online and, uh, it's going to be amazing. And you know, I, my thing is like, I want all of you to experience this class with us so that we can go through it together as a family. And if cost is an obstacle for you, shoot me an email at info at no simple and I'll hook you up. Like they there, money should not be the thing that keeps you from going to this. So yeah, I wanted to tell you about that as well. So that's it. That's my blabber for the beginning of this. Ep- well, that's not it. That's the end of my blabber right now for now. Uh, and yeah, man, you guys are going to really dig this. So buckle up and get ready. I love you all. Peace. It's almost Mother's Day. What? Yeah. It is. is. Yes, it is. It is. It's almost Mother's Day. And you know what? If it wasn't for your mom, you would not be hearing my voice right now. Nope. So you should do something really sweet for your mom. You should. And you should go over to ShopTourBus.com or at ShopTourBus on Instagram and hook mom up with the dopest, most cool, ingenious, Grateful Dead inspired merch on the planet even if mom is not ahead, she will appreciate
1: a soft, comfy, cozy tea and a beautifully designed, personalized box. Yeah, that it's, it comes in. it's
0: all about the gift message or the special box request because Shop Tour Bus does have that. So, you know, go over there, pick her out something cool, make a special box request. The folks over at Shop Tour Bus are going to hook it up. They may even throw in a bootleg for her or you know what? maybe maybe your wife is a mom and you she's really into the dead or fish or one of those cool bands that we all love and you don't know what to get her Thanks Aaron you're welcome <laughs> now you know what to get her so go hook it up man and you're gonna get free shipping because you're gonna put in the promo code no simple road when you're done checking out. And they're going to ship that box to you for free. free and you're going to be shipping. supporting the No Simple Road family of sponsors. And you're going to feel good. And your wife's going to be happy. Your mom's going to be happy. And everybody's going to be happy. And that's cool. ShopTourBus.com at shopTourBus on Instagram. Promo code No Simple Road. There you go. Be happy.
1: Yeah. So on that note, babe, why don't you go first this week? How was your week today? Yeah. Today? How was
0: my week today? How, How your was week your today? week today? Well, let's today. see. My week today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my week today started this morning. First thing today. And um, Sorry, guys. it started with the alarm clock. No, there was no alarm clock on Sunday. Um, it, hmm.
1: How did your day start, Aaron?
0: I made love to my wife. <laughs> That's how my day started. You wanna, wanna go there? Um, I am shy. I was testing you. Yeah. When
2: there you passed. go. Why, why you <laughs> Oh, it was boring morning. You'd be like, oh.
0: No, you know what? I'm, I'm getting a better handle on, uh, our your handle. It sounds like yeah. <laughs> a better handle on our nutrition thing that we're doing. I feel like I I said last week, like I felt felt like it clicked finally. And now I'm like in the groove. Like today, I really wanted to go get a shitty burrito from the taco truck. From the amazing. If you live in Portland and you.
1: Why did you say eh, shitty burrito then? Because (laughs) it's
0: it's not good for you. (laughs) But it's the most delicious food ever on the planet is La Real Taqueria truck over off of um. Sixty Eighth Parkway and Ninety
2: Nine W. Oh my god! But anyway, let me ask a question. What's bad about it other than the, the tortilla, the French fries? Oh, you get it with the French fries. Yeah, it's a okay. California
0: burrito. It's it's carne asada, French fries, cheese, and a tortilla and grease and it and and the hottest salsa on the planet. It's the best. Oh my god! Anyway.
1: Wow, you guys, he just had the burrito while he was I saying that. <laughs> yeah. So I was going to go
0: get that. It was closed today. And they were closed. And instead, mm-hmm. I went to New Seasons Market and got a bacon, lettuce, and tomato sandwich and some soup. And that's uh, great. Yeah. But uh, I feel like I'm getting a better handle on that. Um, my craving for sweets is diminishing. And uh, that's rad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you haven't baked anything in uh-uh. a while. Nope. And uh, Mel will kick my ass if I bake anything. Oh. And you know what, man? I have started meditating in the morning. I haven't said anything to anybody. I did it on the DL just because I wanted to see if I would stick to doing it. And I have. Meditation's a personal thing. Yeah. Yeah. But... We tell everybody each other everything around here.
1: No, 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 we don't. I
2: yeah. meditate and do things and stuff when I'm in my room. You may think of yeah just when I'm downstairs, TV, and but nobody I do knows. lots of shit.
0: Okay, well, I guess I'm late
2: to the party. Um, <laughs> Maybe you share everything. <laughs>
1: yeah. Aaron shares everything. Abel and I are
2: okay, pretty private. Yeah, <laughs> like know it was like that. <laughs> yeah, what well, goes down in the basement stays in the basement. Mel's got her room. Got but my yeah, room. I
0: started. I started meditating, uh, and uh, boy, oh boy. Is that a thing like Mm -hmm. uh, for those of you that do it, you know why I'm having trouble talking about it. It, it really has uh, relieved some of the pressure in my head and the noise that's in there. And uh, I don't know, man, I don't know if it's just me or not, but like I hear that outside voice when I'm meditating And like this morning was really awesome because it was still dark outside. I woke up early with Mel and saw her off to work and went out on the porch and was meditating out there. And it was right before sunrise. So like all the birds go apeshit right before sunrise. They're like announcing that the day is coming. The awakening. And I heard that birds do that to signal to their mates that they made it through the night. Okay. Which that's super cool. But anyway. Hey, I did it. I made it. I'm still there. I'm not dead. Um, But all the birds were chirping. And uh, it turned into this like symphony of nature. And it was so rad. And I, I was thinking when I was done, I was thinking like people like, go down in their in the basement or they, they go in their room and they'll put on those like white noise generators of like bird song or the ocean or whatever. And I was like, Holy shit, I don't have to do that. Like I can just sit out here and like the real thing is happening around me. Our porch is amazing. Yeah. And feeling the energy from all of that around me and like the, if you've ever seen our porch, like where we live, we're surrounded by forest and a lot of really large greenery and it's thrumming with energy when you're tuned into it and focused to what's going on out there. There's a lot happening and it was just cool to like be out there and be still and be calm and wake up with the environment around me. It was really rad. So I had a moment of that today that really made me appreciate stopping and breathing. That's and
1: really good, babe. you if, if anyone in the, the room here needs to meditate, it's you and not cause we're so great just because <laughs> you literally <laughs> use your brain so much for work, for the show I'm always asking you shit. Where's my fucking phone? Whatever, like,
2: <laughs> yeah, you're like, responsible for a lot of shit. You're responsible for people. a lot of
1: thought things. And that's why I say especially you need it because you gotta shut that thing off. And to hear you have a moment with nature and to be doing that it makes me happy.
0: Yeah, it was dope. It's rad. And um thanks. Yeah. And I realized something too, like Part of the reason I never started doing it is it just seemed like such a daunting task to me because I've done a fair amount of research into meditation. I've, you know, been into magic and that is part and parcel with magic and it just seemed like such a huge hill to climb to get to anywhere that would matter. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm just gonna sit here for ten minutes and Try not to think, and then no, that's not what you do, stupid. Just sit there for ten minutes. Don't worry about it. Like, just let your thoughts it's float. Just, just go, go with it. And, um, but I realized really quick that uh, running has taught me how to meditate without me paying attention to that's what I was doing. Like on the backside. Do you know what I mean, Mel?
1: Oh hell yeah. Because I think, you know, people, I mean, meditation can be seated in in a quiet room without moving, but that's just the start of it. You know, people running meditation all the time or people, I know Jenny, um, Beadworks by Jenny, she said that beading is her meditation and you're actually moving. Like people in dance, they like are transfixed into their choreography and they're, they're embodying it and they're focused. And so meditation is all over the place. It's not just sitting mm-hmm. in, you know, a certain uh, position. Yeah. And where, yeah. It, just, it's, it's, if you can do that, it's fucking phenomenal because what happens to your body after all the aches and pains go away and after you stop thinking and all that, like itching, yeah, all that stuff. Um, it's amazing, but it's, it seems very limiting when you just say, Oh yeah, that's meditation and everybody can do it. Well, for me, meditation
0: had a, um, a childhood attachment. I have a childhood attachment to the word. Um, my dad was really right after my mom and dad split. My dad was very, very heavy into Zen Buddhism and, going to the self-realization center in LA all the time and taking me with him and meditation was something that he did where he didn't move and he didn't speak and he sat and that was it. And it seemed not weird. That's not the right word. Just difficult. So whenever I heard meditation, that's what came to mind was that picture in my head so like I said, I I didn't realize that I was teaching myself how to do it by running. Cause when you're running, at least when I'm running my mind, there's, it's like almost two things going on at the same time. There's my normal thought, which is kind of shut down. And then there's the part of me that's focused on my body. Like where are my hands? How are my feet hitting the floor? Um, What's my breath doing? And if I let that slip while I'm running, I get exhausted immediately. But if I stay focused and on my breath while I'm running, I can go forever. And I didn't realize that that was meditation was watching my breath.
1: Switching back from that thought. Right. Oh my God, I'm doing it. Okay. You can think that and be like, fuck, but then go back. So what? Just if you have to go back 20 times, 20,000 that's, that's doesn't fucking matter. So you you say, Oh, well I only have 10 minutes. Even if you get s- like 30 seconds of you being in that state, it was worth it. Mm-hmm. And so that's, but yeah, it was
0: just like, yeah, I, I sat and immediately my eyes went to Dristy and I was in my breath and I was like, Oh, I know exactly how to do this from running. Holy shit. And then it didn't seem like such a daunting task. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I was like, no, I
1: totally get where you're It's like, wow, yeah, from. fuck
0: yeah, gold medal, dude. Pat on Everything the back. Everything
1: seems daunting <laughs> when you aren't doing it already.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, right?
1: <laughs> Everything. Like, oh, I don't want to take a shower. And then you're in the shower like, damn, this is the best shower good. ever. Yeah. I don't want to get out. I don't want to
0: get up and go pee. And then you go pee. Yeah, I got it. But and then also the other thing that I realized, too, is like anytime I'm holding off on starting something that I don't, that I think is going to be difficult. And then I'll start it and I'll be like, but this is just the first day.
3: Ew.
0: (laughs) Fucking stupid. Like, and, and I, but I flipped the script on on that with myself with this. And I was like, today's the first day. Good job. Instead of like, well, you only did it once. like, well you started right on man and then tomorrow is going to be another one and another one and another one and um what do yeah. you dj
1: khalid <laughs> another one another one i don't
0: you, you sorry <laughs> right over my head
1: everybody else you yeah, eh, whoever listening to this episode know. you know who dj khalid is and <sighs> you know another one
0: <laughs> okay cool so yeah that that was a big deal and um having Jake over was cool and hearing what he had to say. I'm glad that he finally feels like he closed the circle on that.
1: I never knew that he felt unclosed. I, di- I didn't either. Okay.
0: And, uh, yeah, man, just things are going, going smooth right now for a minute. Wow. And, uh, I'm chill. I, that anxiety that normally rests in the center of my being is, is that a dull two instead of a loud, Five and a half. Adult two. Adult two. So that's my week.
2: That's good. Adult two. Yeah. What
0: about you, Mel? Me? Yeah, you. Um. No, the other Mel.
2: Well,
1: I mean that directly affects my week because when you're feeling, you know, at a low or frustrated or, you know, whatever, um, it affects my week. So you being more upbeat, um has really helped me to maintain my upbeatness instead of having to dig it up again. I like that word. Upbeatness? Upbeatness. Upbeatness.
0: You want to see my upbeatness?
1: Um, So I'm I'm grateful to hear that (laughs) that's going on. How come when Aaron talks nobody says shit (laughs) and then it's my turn. God. We oh, we had, a, we had a blow up yesterday during our podcast, oh, there was no a little, it, I mean, <laughs> our blow ups are like, Mel Hey, had a blow up. Mel had a blow. like I did have a blow up cause I was feeling some kind of way. Cause he's like two freaking Jekyll and Hyde over here. They're fantastic and they're great. But if you want to be serious, don't fucking do it. Like just hold it, hold it for a time where you know, you're going to have great attention because they hurt my feelings yesterday. They didn't mean to, but you had to, I had to get it out cause it really fricking hurt my feelings.
0: But you did maintain your upbeatness.
1: I did. Well, I think there's, there's just because your feelings are hurt doesn't mean you're in a bad mood. Those are two, I don't know why they go together. Like,
0: well, usually if you get your feelings hurt, you get angry.
1: That's Not you, just that, in general. Th- but that's not true. If your feelings are hurt, you get sad. That's more like what well, I would say. If my feelings are hurt, like, oh, sucks. Not like mm,
0: it's fifty-fifty. That's a fifty. Well, it just thing. depends. Yeah,
1: it depends. I had sad feelings. I didn't have angry feelings. But you've had a beatness. Um, but I've had a beatness. Um, what's fantastic, and I just want to jump on one thing that one thing about your week. I really feel like eating healthier has changed all of our moods. I've seen it. It's, it's been a really cool thing to see, like, we'll all have a smoothie. And then five, ten minutes after that, like, there's this upbeatness <laughs> in the house. It's really affecting everybody. And I'm so grateful to Magnus for his support really that's really what it is is just his support his um the way that he deals with all of us individually and as a family like it's fucking rad how he his way is really great and it's helping us all you know so that made me happy this week and I'm still getting a hang of my you know what foods I can have that doesn't like detrimentally affect my stomach um and just kind of figuring out what's really going on with my stomach health, my gut health. But everything else, I feel like on the same level, like it's been really good. I've had a lot of really positive um, interactions this week. And
0: and uh, your eyebrows are on fleek. Really? Good. They need yeah, a wax for sure. Really I need a lip
1: and brow wax. <laughs> but thanks for noticing me. You're welcome but yeah um i think my week was good guys not too much i I can't think of anything nothing really sticks out it's like by the time sunday's here i feel like last this past week was a month ago like it feels like that for me because i i'm still have my work clothes on everybody like i just got home and then i had to jump right into the seat and jay came and then we had an interview and now this and it's like almost six o'clock i haven't eaten i still got my work clothes on like our, sometimes my days go so fast that it's hard to recall everything in a week because barely the whole day is, I barely remember what happened during the day, but, um, that's all I, I've been excited for June for, um, our for Jeff. Yeah. For Jeff coming. I've, that's been in the forefront of my mind this week for some reason. But other than that, um, just like plugging away at my health and all the things that I've been inspired by lately.
2: Right on baby.
1: Yeah.
0: Apple. Yeah. So man,
2: I'm feeling that like dull too. Also dull too. <laughs> dull too? I like that. Yeah. He said I might like a dull too. Oh. That's like one word now to me.
0: Dull too. <laughs> a dull too.
2: That's a good place to be because I'll do mine in a nutshell. No, Mon- don't do it <laughs> in a
0: nutshell. Do it out here on the Hell, microphone. let me <laughs> out of here I'm in a nutshell. <laughs> oh. uh,
2: my, Monday, my, well, Monday was very hectic. It was the day before 4.20. Tuesday was 4.20, which was awesome. We were jammed. I got food poisoning. Had to leave at 3.30. Came home. Threw up all night long. Woke up in the morning. Had diarrhea. Just sharing all my personal shit here because that's what we do. Because, Yeah. So my 420 turn and I think it was a combination I'm realizing now of like nerves, the buildup and everything mm-hmm. and, uh, that omelet and the omelet and because I shared the other half with somebody else and they weren't feeling that great. But anyway, then I got through that. I spent a very sickly morning on Wednesday, but by Wednesday afternoon I was feeling better. You came home or we're like, good for you for taking the day off. Cause a lot of times I like a lot of people yep. just go to work sick. And that's not good. You can't for really you.
0: fuck around and do that during this shit. That's no. No. Like no. Yeah, and then but the, it was
1: good to see you, Apple, home and like relaxed with no. We didn't have any interviews. We didn't have anyone coming over. I, I made dinner. It was just like really and, cool and to I, see you relaxed. And
2: I did relax that day. Aaron bringing up the meditation thing. I I, I don't really have never really called it meditation, but that's something I learned in the family. My mom and sister used to meditate a lot. It was something we did. In the living room, like together, it was something That's they really made cool. me do. <laughs> so, I what would back, they do? Just sit there quietly and just meditate. Turn everything off and do like the whole. My yeah. sister was very into that of doing the straight spine sitting up, and we. The, my mom would set the kitchen timer thing for a half hour, and we would just sit there and be quiet.
1: That's so cool,
2: <sighs> and I learned. I learned that like that point. I have a hard time keeping my eyes closed for a long time, but I very easily can st- focus on one thing, and then everything disappears. Yeah, everything just disappears. Is that what that is? Yeah,
1: Dristy is a focal point. I,
2: I can do that in like in like about a minute of staring at something, and everything just disappears. I do it when I watch TV. The room disappears. All that's there is the screen, and the screen comes closer. That's called hypnotism, and everything blocks out. Yeah. That's rad. But That's so
1: cool that your mom and I, sister I, I, made and you I, do that. I did
2: that on Thursday because I was laying there. Because when you know when you're not feeling good, it's like, well, I'm going to lay here and watch TV. I couldn't focus. on Like, TV, everything was making me sick. So I just sat there on the couch and for a long time that day. I think I fell asleep sitting up at one point. <laughs> mm-hmm. But anyway, Thursday was back to work. And 420 is over. My job is the easiest it ever is right now for a couple weeks because we order so much stuff. That transitioned into Friday. Friday was a very chill evening for all of us. Everybody was like in the same mode, like like early bed tonight. And mm, boom. So nice. Saturday was really nice. We had a wonderful interview, which you guys will hear. Yeah. Uh, in a while Mm -hmm. (laughs) be coming up uh josh and julia came by visited us brought darwin's girlfriend luna Mm. for a little visit and it was really cute because he was a lot more respectful this time last time was like
0: he ain't trying to get that yeah last
2: time was like a 13 year old boy going through puberty and this time this time he was like a little more like hey how you doing Mm -hmm. and then they hung out and stuff and that was nice and what like you say, I can't remember. Like trying well, to remember well, Saturday, what
1: we did. Saturday, um, JJ came over too. <gasps> yeah, for a little JD, bit.
2: JJ came by, visited. We just made dinner last night. And La- oh yeah, Aaron yeah. made a bomb ass. He did, he did a what a Fish? parmesan, parmesan crusted, crusted, crusted cod. cod, and then today another wonderful risotto interview. Uh, oh yeah, Jake being over here. So it's a, it's been a really nice week, and we yeah. and the same thing Aaron said. The whole thing about getting on track. This week really fucked me up because of getting sick. Looking at my tracking and stuff, like like on Thursday, I was like twenty one hundred calories short of my goal. No protein because I couldn't eat all day. Yeah, I oh, yeah. I had, I had yeah. yeah, I I didn't have. I was
1: like that with mine in the beginning. Yeah, of the and, week and then the I next wasn't.
2: day I ate very light, so I was like. 1600 short you know yeah. which and then like you say given first of all just the name of our nutrition coach magnus, magnus. has a power to it yeah, this is does. such a powerful but sweet person the way he approaches it he takes your time and he's not somebody that is judging or' is gonna give you a heart me and Ryder, when we did our check-in this week, which I, I did sick, I heard you guys doing it Tuesday night, came up, which I'm glad I did. I was like, fuck, it
1: up. Yeah, that was get cool. Get up
2: and go talk to him and have a salad. There was a salad you guys made. Uh, he doesn't give you a hard time. Me and Ryder were both. And I'd send him an email with all my stuff the day before. I was like, dude, I, I realized this weekend, I had a realization, how much a night of partying fucking does. When you write that down, yeah. I had over two thousand calories in beer on Saturday night. Oh my night. gosh. Hell That's yeah, cool. dude. How one, much once I tracked, it was like I was I was like, oh like four beers? Is that...
0: no it was a twelve pack. Oh. Yeah. Okay.
2: I put a twelve pack. I was a guesstimate it might have been more and those okay. are like in an IPA or something is like most of them are like over two hundred calories each. Oh. So when you put all I those down, pay like exactly. that I never
1: paid attention to it. Exactly, I never
2: paid attention, and you guys know I'm a person that likes to drink and likes to party and stuff like that. And that was like a slap, like, <laughs> like holy <laughs> fuck, dude! What the fuck is wrong with you, really? <laughs> And then, but Dang. but Magnus's response—he's he, like, oh, you know, that are not like, giving permission. Uh, if you're doing it he's great like, all hey, the time, hey, and then that, you're
1: doing one yeah. wild and then he fine. was so
2: happy to hear my realization when I send the email is like, I'll explain. And he's like, no explanation needed. We do things, you know. He's not like a militant guy, no. like you know. He makes it very...
1: He wants us to succeed. He makes it
2: very easy to do Yeah, and I want to be part of, because yeah. I'm not a person that likes to sign up to those programs. Well, well it's not really the, a program. The funny that's thing. thing is,
1: is that no, there you know was no I mean, sign-up ever for anybody. He w- just strictly because he is who he is, that's how we had, got started. That, yeah. and That's
2: why it happened, and that's why I'm part of this. It happened organically, yep. like most of the things in our life does now. It and was not... It,
1: the next day... This week, some so one of the days, maybe I think it was like back when I went on Thursday. There's this like thing in front of work, Magnus Mode, and it's an app that you can download on your phone <laughs> that helps people that have like learning disabilities or challenges um to shop. Helps people. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, tells the them about the Magnus store and how. Mode. Yeah, and it's we'll called be- Magnus Mode, and so I was like, what.
2: <laughs> did you send it to me I just don't have my phone Apple, yet. are
0: you going to like become one of those people that like is drinking White Claws all the time because they're like not a lot of calories in White Claw
2: no no I'm going to be one of those people that is more careful of what I do right. and does things in that moderation th- that meme that I yeah. saw said, White rad, Claw, White and, Claw and tastes
0: I, like static you're you're drinking TV static while somebody yells the fruit name from another room
2: <laughs> well, the thing I'm learning too we've all talked about this is everybody we can, we're not all the the same. You got to do it in your own way and stuff. Like I might talk. My I'm getting a rowing machine. I like oh, I liked rowing machines when I was younger and went to the gym with my dad and stuff. I always liked that. And now they're different than back then. Back then they were like the two things on the side, and now they're the magnetic or the hydro, mm-hmm. where it, where it's a bar like this That's and you a, pull yeah. it in. That's and, cool. it, where, and it works like so much of your body. I want that because my time to exercise. I realized when I'm in my room fucking watching TV. Yep. I'm going to put it on my rug in front of the TV and I'll put on my shows and be getting exercise.
1: That's freaking dope, Apple.
2: Yeah, That's so really I, So cool. I'm learning, too. I'm learning through this. I'm, I'm feeling better. My uh, my 36 waist pants that didn't fit great two weeks ago are now a little bit loose. Ooh, I can ooh. actually put the fingers in there, how to pull the belt loop in a little bit. And you guys, this is huge, shit, Apple. It's working.
1: It's... I just remember being here the very first year and that's not a good judge. We oh, were all, dude,
0: we were free for all the first we year. We were all excited. I mean, cream. there was all
1: these different places to eat. It was a new city of course, but like just <laughs> going from that view to right now and we're, we're in the middle of it. We are not at the beginning or the end. We're like in the middle of this Oh, yeah. and it's so much has changed in such a positive way. Even if this was the end, What has changed is worth
2: it. I I just had a flashback to, I remember the first year here. And I remember at one point after we got better and all lost weight and quit eating, like Mel was in there, everybody's seen Mel on the podcast or on the website, everything. Me, Aaron, Ryder, and Simon were like four hungry bears fighting over dinner. When dinner would put out, we used to make like four times the portions that we did. Mm-hmm. There'd be like five pounds of meat. and We'd all just be like, hurry up and eat your first <laughs> plate so you can go get seconds before the other dude does because he might fucking get more than you. It was like a ravenous thing that we were just so used to. And I remember at one point asking Mel, I was like, do, do you ever get disgusted by us? And she's like, <laughs> as sweet as she was like. No, but kind of like I don't remember what I, your reaction. I just remember your face said it all. You didn't even say anything when I asked you that. It was it was like thanks for bringing that up because yeah, it's, fucking it's it was gross. like living
1: with four teenagers when we first moved up yeah. here. I mean, there was legitimate one, but it was like living with four teenagers who are going through a growth spurt who just is a bottomless pit and like, Oh, ice cream. Oh, it's steak. Oh, okay. Let's have some, you know, never, never like kale chips or like, you know, one of them was a
2: teenager. (laughs) The rest were grown ass men. It's just
1: really cool. Like to be able to like, you know, there's no smoke in my eyes. The mirror is clean. No, I'm seeing what's really happening and it's freaking rad. Even your skin looks better, babe. It's a trip, like, to me. Remember, like, we were talking about glows yesterday, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aaron's forehead. Look at Aaron's forehead. That's what I'm talking about.
2: Ooh, that's. Do you the see? Glow There's like a little forehead. bit of a sheen. Yeah, he no, that, he does that's have grease. a sheen. I no, was just. going I always no. wonder. It's like, did you shower? This I remember he pizza. did shower. He did shower today, though. So I, I was. We, we were trying. We we're
1: talking about the glow yesterday, and the guys were like, "I don't know what that I don't like know what it skin looking skin at skin. glowing." You can tell when somebody looks chalky, and you can tell when somebody looks. Glowy. glowy, yeah, and glowy, you can just tell,
2: yeah, Tunis, 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 yeah, like, yeah that, that was my week wrap, and then now what I'm looking forward to is making a delicious dinner. I got some some Thai peanut marinated like satay um, skewers, skewers, and yeah. some coconut jasmine rice to whip up, and some broccoli.
0: You know. Here's the thing. (laughs) I don't know if it's from being quarantined and like feeling responsible for myself because of it. Does that make sense? Like,
1: you have to give me a little bit more to go on in that. (laughs) Like,. What's because of quarantine? Yeah. Like there, that there was,
0: feeling of responsibility for myself. Like I, I took care of myself before this, but quarantine brought it to another level. Quarantine put I us under like, a microscope yeah, to yeah, ourselves. I
1: definitely feel that. <laughs> yeah. That it made me pay attention to how I care for like, myself. Like in
0: every little thing. And, and
2: there's less to distract.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. And all that stuff, like, I don't know, man. It just feels like to bring it kind of back to what Jake was talking about like consciousness is going up and i feel like the being healthy in your body is hand in hand with that thing like you can still your vibration will still go up but it's harder it's harder for you to get there it be physically
1: well, um, shitty foods are meant to like literally and and weigh us down like if something like say meat for example it's not inherently good or bad but meat takes more to digest Whoa. and meat is a, a like a heavier food like a protein so it needs to break down if your body's always infiltrated with heavy shit toxins it doesn't have time to be spiritual it not, I'm not saying well, it's, it's much never, harder. For it's it. much harder. Exactly. It's more to work. Your through. body's going to be spiritual. Yes. You are a you spiritual, are spiritual but you know what I mean? I mean, it never, but it, it, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's just a little bit like going through mud and white.
0: And I realized too, that like, I've had a problem with meat for a long time since being on dead tour.
2: And, um, like you guys since ever since before dead Tour, when you lived with me before we even discovered the grateful dead you used to give me shit when i chop up meat
0: yeah that's true i i've always had a weird trip about it and like i still i've eat i still eat it but i have to like reconcile it to myself when i do it and i feel weird about it and like i have a whole thing and i don't have that anymore i, I our conversation with gordon white fucked me like it completely fucked, you. fucked me up. Okay. It it it, it like <laughs> no that was this morning. Oh, 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 What's going oh. on? No. Sure that, sure o face. That conversation <laughs> with Gordon, like he was talking about when he took ayahuasca and um there everything. Was You're with everything. the fish and the fit he yeah. was and I was like holy shit yes that and it reconciled it for me in a in a energetic way like the energy of it makes sense now and it didn't before and it messed me up for a really long time right. and being able to like ingest something to where you have to talk yourself into it but you still like it that's you get what i'm that, I know that's exactly a weird, what you're
1: talking about and and
0: that's not good.
1: No. And so... It's against your body. And so
0: I don't have that anymore. Like, I'm cool with it. Now, I'm not going to go chomping on a pork chop. I still feel funky about that. But I don't feel like that about, like, when I'm... You know, I, Apple, like, I'll, I'll always ask you, like, hey, will you cut this up for me? Will you dice that? Will you, you know what I mean? Yeah, you get kind of squeamish a with, a hard like, time with, meat. Meat.
2: with it. Man. Which is oh, funny, because yeah. you
1: always ask me if I... Who you want me to cut? Because I room. don't want you to have to do it. Mm-hmm.
2: He's looking out for you. I appreciate even it. Though yeah. He's willing to take the bullet. Me out.
0: Yeah, I'll take the, take the bullet for you. But Yeah,
2: you always ask me. I love doing it. Always have, always will. So
0: that helped. <laughs> and I just feel like whatever's happening in the house is a microcosmic view of what's happening on the macrocosmic level. So, you've
1: reconciled some.
0: No, but there's, I'm saying there's something going on with consciousness. Like things are being healed on, in, if our little microcosm of a home rep, it represents the macrocosmic view of consciousness outside. We're everything, right? So, if it's happening in here, it's also happening out there. Do you get where I'm coming yeah. from? So, it's really cool to. Take that viewpoint and see it going up and being part of it. Yeah. And being able to talk to you guys out there and have your feedback coming to us. And it's just dope, all of it.
1: Yeah. The shows felt really alive <clears throat> this last month. And April was a very, for me anyway, like um, we had Jenny and Brady come and then her. Daughter and Josh came and they brought their friend Bryce and, um, we had JJ over the other day. Um, we've had a few letters and just the interaction, um, buzz and Nola and Nate Nate going to hang out. I want to go. It just really, um. It made me, my heart really happy to feel like, wow, the show is alive and thriving out there. Mm -hmm. And I'm so grateful for that. I'm grateful that we get to do this. I'm so grateful that we get to do this.
0: Me too, man. And grateful for all you that listen to the show. You guys are part
1: of our therapy. Like I've realized over this past month how much I share, but I also realize how much I don't share. And that I've been, because I realized that I've been consciously sharing things that I normally wouldn't share, just like my own thing. Like nobody needs to know what I would or wouldn't share, Mm -hmm. but I would just share extra a little bit. And it's really freaking helped me personally to not keep so much in, to just let things go. And so I just want to thank you guys out there for lending me your ears. Um, And whether you realize it or not, whether you comment or not, it just helps me to get it off my chest. And the fact that you guys are listening means a lot.
0: Speaking of listening, let's do the business.
1: Let's do the business because we want to get you to this dope interview.
0: So check it out, you guys. There's a lot going on, but on June 4th, No Simple Road is welcoming Jeff Firewalker Schmidt. He's doing a talk called Sovereignty in the Warrior's Path. Opportunity in the Time of COVID-19. And this is um, a two-and-a-half-hour class that you can go to www.nosimpleroad.com and sign up. You'll see it right there as you scroll down. Um, there is 10 spots left <clears throat> for the in-person, and those are going fast. Yeah, so they are. you are. So if you live here in Portland and you want to come to the class, you better do it like right now while we're talking, Or those are going to be gone. And um, then there's unlimited online and uh, yeah, this is going to be an amazing talk by an incredibly powerful human being. And you will definitely go away with tools that you didn't have before to move forward into the future of what we have in front of us with a different set of tools in your, in your bag. So I'm begging you guys, man, just go sign up. We want everybody that listens to the show to be part of this and feel that communal energy of it and have it happen. And then also, you know all the other stuff, man. I mean, do I got to run it down? Really? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Because somebody might be listening for the first time.
0: Okay. Follow us on all the social media platforms at No Simple Road. Go to www.nosimpleroad.com. You can sign up for the newsletter there. You can buy No Simple Road merchandise there, like coffee cups to put your Grady's cold brew in, or you can get a, a fanny packed. Hoodies. Your, yeah, you can hoodies. hoodies. Yep. All that stuff is on nosimpleroad.com. If you would be so sweet and kind as to go to patreon.com forward slash nosimpleroad and think about becoming a Chan Donator. Yeah. Yeah, man. And
1: more than think about it, be it. Be you,
0: you too
3: <laughs> can, you can be part of the, the, fin-
0: yeah, the financial engine of no simple road That's right no you know seriously all joking aside the last year financially has been a thing for the show and um, we need your help to keep doing what we do and that is the way that this game works so if you listen to this show every week and you're a part of the No Simple Road family and you haven't gone to patreon.com forward slash no simple road. We'd appreciate
2: it if you go over there and throw us a buck or two or 20 or, or 50 or 222, 117, yeah. whatever you want to do. That's the cool thing about Patreon. You can do whatever yep, you want. You can
0: want. do $1.93 a month. Whatever number makes sense to you. 138. Anyway, you could go over there and do that. Or if you do not have the cash and you want to do something for the show. Go and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. You, know, little, you, don't, you don't even have to type anything. You can just go five stars on your way. Boom. You're gone. But if you wanted to be extra sweet, kind, and magnificent, you could type a little review and we will read it on the show.
2: It's mine and Mel's favorite thing. Yep. Yep. No new ones this week, guys? No.
1: That's all right, though. All right. Well, we well, had it's a couple Aaron's
2: favorite, time. too, but me and Mel yeah. usually yeah, read don't. them. It's fun. <laughs> like, last time we had two, we mm-hmm. each got to read one. That it's, was, like, super celebrate day.
0: It's the one time in the show I finally shut up when you guys that um yeah that's uh leaving us reviews and you can also call the tepid line at 971-808-1524 look at mel what? number
1: again is 971-808-1524 operators are standing by psych they're not nobody's gonna answer it you're just yeah, gonna say what i answer it actually we did get a phone call
2: oh we did we sure did hang on that Damn. number is eight six seven. No five, no don't, three don't
0: do that nine, <laughs> No, they're not gonna know what it is. <laughs> yeah, they will. It's nine seven one eight oh eight fifteen twenty-four. I'm I'm pulling up the one hold on. This is, all right, let's see here. Uh yeah, this is a very special message too. So let's see. Hey,
4: no simple road family. This is Mama Bear. And I just wanted to leave a message to share what an incredible weekend we had um, connecting with our No Simple Road family. Um, I just want to let everybody know that as much as we can, we want to meet all of you. We want everybody to come to a show, or come to the house, or travel and see you guys. And every every time we call. Or I'm sorry, not we call, but every time you guys call and leave a message. Every time we get a letter, we get a little package or a letter in the mail. It just I don't know, warming our heart isn't I mean it does that, but it's so much more than that. And I just wanted to say thank you to the family out there. I wanted to say thank you to the conductor for creating what a positive, beautiful community. And um we love you. Peace
3: and um wow,
2: peace and um,
4: and
1: um, that's all um, I had.
2: Um, that was it. Um, that's all I had. Mama bear has and, spoken. Um, I that threw me off. That didn't sound like your voice. It took me halfway through that. I'm like, who is that? this? <laughs> is Mama bear? And then I'm like, oh,
1: I just I just did it on because I was feeling a really good high after not high literally, but of emotional high from just connecting with our family out there again and it just makes me so happy and i was like you know what i'm gonna call the freaking tepid line and tell everybody how much they mean to me so i hope you guys got that out
2: of this i I like that you did that i never even thought of that who says you can't review your own or leave a nice message yeah thank you for calling into the show mel that was yeah we We speak your name when i just realized that was you i was like oh shit we can do that. Yeah. Right. We and can you participate can too. in our own show. Yeah. <laughs> so so there's Mel giving a good example of what to do. Yeah, there <laughs> it is.
0: Everybody, take, take it, adv- not advice. Take, what's the word I'm looking for? Care? Her cue. Her yeah, lead. take the cue from Mel and 971-808-1524. Do as I
1: say and as I do. Yeah, there yeah. you go. <laughs> All right,
0: everyone, here it is. Wow. We spent the day. Well, 40-something minutes with Anders Osborne at his son's football game or soccer game.
1: Football. And
0: and I would really like to take you there with us. So without further ado, the No Simple Road crew gives you Anders Anders Osborne.
5: horror will carve out your life Fear, oh my fear Despair, not too much Just know that thou, Rachel, are long Yeah there
0: Yeah.
6: <laughs> I love it. Sorry about that. I'm with my son at his lacrosse game. It's his first game. He's been practicing for a few months, and he's excited. Oh we man! Drove wow. up. So we, yeah, we drove up to Baton Rouge, and uh, so that's a little day trip. How's everybody doing?
0: Awesome, brother. Really, yeah. really good. I'm Aaron. How you doing, man?
1: <laughs> hey, Aaron.
0: How's uh, it going? This yeah. is
1: Mel, one of the co-hosts. Anders, thanks for. Coming on.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> and then on the third one here. I'm Apple. It's very nice to have you here, Anders. Apple.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: it's good to finally meet you, man. You know, Apple and I uh were first introduced to you in 2014 at Terrapin Crossroads.
6: Uh-huh. Sweet. And, and I
0: came home telling Mel Gushing. Gushing. <laughs> like really? A, like a Schoolboy. I was like, oh my God, you gotta see this. And uh, yeah, man, I've been following ever since. And
6: Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. Yeah, man.
0: Thanks for joining us on an auspicious occasion of the day after the birth of a new baby.
1: You know, <laughs> your, your album just yep. came out,
0: man. It is yeah. insane. It's How's, beautiful. Yeah. It
1: really is. It's so beautiful and really great for a Saturday, Sunday morning to just kind of reflect, have your coffee and just enjoy some good sounds.
6: Oh, thank you. <laughs> how
1: you, yeah, f- how it's, you feel uh,
6: about it, it's, man? I feel great. I really... I like when records, they are true representations of something that has happened, mm. and if they come out quickly, which very rarely happens, usually it's like, well, we got to wait. You know, I had a, a rock and roll record in the can and then the pandemic, so you put that on hold, and before that, I wrote something different. So my feeling about this is I wrote and I wrote and I wrote and I wrote and we sat in a pandemic and we quarantined and we silenced and we thought and pondered and I poetically waxed over ideas and musical feelings. And then I said, I'm ready. Let's go record it. Spent two days recording it. We mixed it. We mastered it. We put it out. And that's just when you can do that as an artist, um, it's, you know especially as the songwriter, I'm not looking for a career I'm looking for a way to reach people with my thoughts and the musical you know ideas mm-hmm. and that is a pretty instant uh, manifestation it's not something that is a calculating process of two three years, which is usually what the business does mm-hmm. so the quick answer is Hell yeah, I like it. Yeah,
2: right on, <laughs> we do too, man. It yeah. is much needed.
0: You know, the, the Welcome to Earth, that song, um, wow. it, you said something in that song that I've been, that's been running around inside my head through this whole thing. And, you know, we've we've all been through a lot in the past year. And through it all, I kept saying, what happened to love, man? Where's love? It seems right. like. That's gotten lost somewhere in the message and that song welcome to earth you you gave the answer to it man Mm. and uh oh thank you it it hit home for me and you know i just wonder like going through everything that we just did and sitting down to to put this together i mean is this everything that's happened through your eyes basically through your heart and your eyes like you're pouring out of everything that we've been through and you've been through the wreck,
6: the, yeah. the record. You yeah. Mean the, yeah. Yeah. It started. The first song was a song called last day in the keys and it was, I started it before the pandemic and it was a reflection on uh, friends and colleagues committing suicide and then how the whole thing they became extremely celebrated after that fact. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was pondering the fact of, first of all, how we neglect and, and, and miss the, the misery part of their life. We may see it, but we don't know. We don't have the knowledge and the you know, the, the tools to approach people in depression or in severe addiction. And how, how, do, we, uh, how do we make a move? so we let it slide then they kill themselves which is actually what happens it's not suicide they actually get the the balls to commit murder towards themselves and then and then we celebrate that and then we spend time celebrating what just happened uh, not the actual event but their lives right mm-hmm. and i was like it, and it was so, it, it shook me to the core i have to be very honest I'm like, the more I ponder that, I said, there's a record in all of this. There's not just a song. There's something here that seems to be how we live. We live like this all the time. Mm. We make our connections and we love each other, but we sort of miss it until there's sadness and drama and grief. And then we start celebrating that, that they actually didn't have. Right. so I know it's kind of a heavy subject no, but no. I, I needed to bring it up because it was the launch of the whole idea of so what are we doing mm-hmm. I know I meditate and I'm sober I've been sober for a long time and but it's not really what I wanted to talk about it's actually the dialogue that goes on and then speeding forward it, that goes on inside of me right. in relationship to everything I go through and then the pandemic hits, and now all I had was time with my own dialogue. <laughs> oh,
3: shit. Yeah. Just, just,
0: I know the feeling. You, you know, know what I'm saying? I, I do know so, what you're saying, man. And, and you yeah. know, you, you mentioned Neil Casal in that song. Yeah. And yeah. he was very instrumental in, in what we're doing right now for us. Yeah. Oh, um, wow. He said something to me that changed the course of my life when I talked wow. to him. And, um, so that your song hit home because, you know, we don't want to, we don't want to deal with the mess in other people's lives. And sometimes we don't feel like we have entree into that Yeah, and you can see it. I mean, if you're a, if your heart is open and you connect with people on an energetic level, you can see the pain and you can see the funk, but sometimes you don't feel like you have the, the, the right or the okay to step in and, and touch that thing
2: they wait for them to come to you and that doesn't happen right and that's exactly it
6: yeah i we went through depression in my family and and you hit it on a nail and i've been through severe addiction most of my life and the thing that happens is that you are not allowed when i try to enter my family members depression all hell would break loose right that's like that's i'm not supposed to be in there that's their you know that's their very secret space. And so was my addiction. It's my secret space. Don't you dare mess with this. Yeah. It
0: was sacred. It was a little sacred, weird bubble.
6: Absolutely. And then, so what I studied for the family situation I was in was what's my role, Uh, you know, whether it's a son or a spouse or, you know, you have to look it up. And then I started asking psychologists, uh, psychiatrists and therapists. And I was like, How do you deal with this? Mm -hmm. And it was really interesting to learn some of the tools, which I realized I had no idea. Which is why it's so difficult. You can't approach them when they're down. You have to make a plan with a depressed person, for instance, when they're feeling really good. Then you sit them down. Like it seems so logical once you, you know, someone tells you that, like you have to sit with them. Just like an addict, you have to talk to us when we're sober right. and when we actually have a clear head and make a plan for what should we do once you relapse or once you start binging or once the depression takes over. What's our, what do we do? What's the plan? Yeah. Mm. So, and those are things that I didn't know this. So, how am I supposed to approach like a friend, guitar player? Right. Like, hey, yeah. buddy, <laughs> you know what I mean that I see at festivals and club gigs, but. Maybe talk to once a month. So it's very difficult.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, you well, So what could what could anybody have done different? Like in not in Neil Casal's case, but in any any of them. Let's just you know, put Neil Casal as, you know, like the you know, he's just the, the exactly. figurehead, yeah, the example. But in any situation, how could we like you said, once a week maybe you talk to him, every few months you may see him or get together, but you nevertheless you care, you know? You care the whole time.
6: I think, I and mean, I don't have the solution. I'm not a sure. professional. So this is all about opinion. Yeah. Okay. So my opinion and, and the information I've gathered is uh, it's a communal effort, like in most things. Mm-hmm. So if someone is suffering from severe depression, rather mm-hmm. than continue to just book them, put them in the band, continue to set them on you know, the, the same trajectory, which creates the same vacuum, um, you know, touring for me for yeah. 30 years, I, I missed every single birthday. I think I on one hand can count my two kids' birthdays that I've been home for. I missed everything. I missed Christmases, New Year's Eves, almost all of them. I mean, its I'm never there. And that
2: alone,
6: eating cold food at 1 a.m., that you reheat some salmon that they dished out at 9.30? Like, these are realities of touring. So rather than continue that vacuum that you – end up living in not the glamour of hey i get to play with some friends but maybe you hate your band (laughs) most people don't love their band it's just it's a gig right right so rather than doing that what are the alternatives what's the rehab that you just you just go in and say no we can't book you at lock it's we are gonna pay a, a certain amount of that fee for you you're gonna go and get some help, like oh, that's shit. one idea you could do. That you actually step in in a much larger consciousness, and not just continue business as usual. Yeah, pay attention to what's happening to every single one that you work with, because wow. they're associates. Now, that's a tall order, obviously. Right. But, sure, but but you see where I'm going? Yeah. It's, it's, oh, you totally. have to engage. You can't just keep hiring. And say, man, he played until he he. he he just died on stage. He's such a cool dude. Like not really. We does loved that, him. Th- well, yeah. does that
1: poke at the industry of what it that, is? Well, or or with life yeah. itself. It becomes is complicit. it you know what I mean when by by those yeah. two different things, right? Mm-hmm. Like is it just mm. the music industry or is it all of us? Is it our family and friends that ignore oh. it too? Like, you know, here yeah. come to yeah. dinner, Uncle Steve, and Uncle Steve's fucked up the whole time. <laughs> like
3: yeah. but nobody yeah. says
1: anything, you know?
6: It's you're so you're so right. You're so right. It's a much it's a larger I just attacked the industry because it was an easy play. Sure, There's right, no right. one in the room. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: You're outside. <laughs>
6: yeah. It's somebody, somebody else. I'm, I'm waving it off again. But the <laughs> bottom line is bottom line is I think I'm speaking from my experience. Sure. Right. Uh, what they did with me was they booked me on a tour and at the end of the tour, they realized, oh shit, yeah. I hadn't lived in the, you know, in the city park here in New Orleans for a year no reason I literally couldn't function so they said this is not working we got to send it So they just took me straight to the airport they forced my will and sent me to a rehab uh, that was a really good effort by manager and some other fellow musicians now it, I said yes but they pushed it hard mm-hmm. I mean they really yeah. stepped in and go holy shit he can't even tour he's completely useless now they could have booked me on another tour after that but they didn't they said, you got to go, this is not working. And I know people do this, but this I think also translates to depression. In depression, we haven't really gotten with mental illness and stuff like anxiety, sleeplessness, you know, all these things that we deal with. Um, you know, they're all linked to the same thing. And I think the, the taboo and the stigma around this stuff. It's it's just up. We got it. We got to start digging in, man. People are not always
0: happy. Right. And And the the road. perpetuates. It's overwhelming. Yeah. The road perpetuates the perpetuates the, this, not the symptoms, but the, some of the causes of the disease of it. The, like you said, not, you're not with your family. You're not sleeping, right? You're exposed to every substance under the planet. If you have Mm -hmm. that predilection and, and not only that, but you're being asked to perform on the regular even if you're not in the right headspace. Yeah. And that can cause you to just go down in flames, right? Hard.
6: Hard, yeah. Yeah. yeah no. Before pandemic I definitely hit a deep depression and and just sit at the hotel rooms and you Yeah, you FaceTime the family and they're having dinner and I'm just, just bawling. I'm just crying every fucking night. Just can't take it anymore to be away. And it's just, you can't do that forever. You have to like, find a way to balance these Mm. things. And I think that's something that not just family members, but you know uh, the industry has to start to find an actual system in place that the, the show does not have to go on. It doesn't have to go on. <laughs> there's, do, there's, I mean, do you yeah. think,
1: Anders, at this point, like, w- isn't this, like, a really good time to s- change that? Right like, now. we yeah. have the opportunity that we've never yeah. had before, that we mm-hmm. can, like, progress in a more healthy, community-oriented way.
6: Yeah, I think this it's it's fabulous. I think if, like, in yeah. our case... You know, if you can financially survive this pandemic, Mm -hmm. in my case, I realized that I need. You know, uh, I don't need to make as much money as I thought I can actually get by with less. And I was like, well, that's good. So I learned that. Okay. I also learned that I can um, meaning I don't need to buy new stuff like little, you know, weird stuff that you fill your home with every week. You come home with a new this and a this and a little glass thing here and a shredder and, you know what I mean, a new shelf. I don't like the old shelf. I'm going to get a new shelf. You just consistently, uh, me anyways, I'm always like filling the house with shit. I'm like, well, what is all this shit doing here? And once you realize that you need maybe like, you know, an eighth of the shit,
1: It's like and the less go, stuff well, that you have, the more you have to deal with yourself. Ooh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. That's
6: scary stuff. Let's not do that. I don't want to do that.
1: <laughs>
6: <laughs>
1: you know. Well, you know, because you're not looking at that fucking chotchky on the new shelf that you replaced. So now you're like, damn, what is wrong with <laughs> yeah, my stomach? Dude. What's wrong with my face? What's wrong with my attitude?
6: Yeah, yeah totally, totally. Anders, man. Yeah, no, it's it's good. I you know, and I think we, we can take these meditations that I think a lot of people have picked up, not just the bad habits, but the new good habits, mm-hmm. eating healthy and, and taking care of each other and the connection. I mean, c- human connection is so huge and and animals and, and nature, all this stuff, it just creates a general sense of I'm protected, I'm okay. You know, it's like you don't have to go through all the trauma of your past all the time. Go to therapy. You can just walk in nature and you go. Fuck yeah, man! I'm like a pine. I'm like a pine tree. I'm okay, man. I'm just here. Yeah, I'm yes. just freaking here. The pine tree's Nothing not Trying is... to
0: get over there or be like no. the other pine tree. <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> it's fine, and it's not trying to be a daisy. It goes, hell no! I'm a, I'm a pine tree. Fucking pine I'm tree. Going. Well, yeah. you know, and it's not even
1: stating anything. It just is. Yes. <laughs> it That's just fucking one. is. <laughs> ah. I have to ask something, though, Andrew, because, you know, if I were to look at you, you know, in 89 or even, you know, in 99... (laughs) it's a completely different human being. I mean, you look like, you look like sting right now. You know, (laughs) you've got this like beautiful short haircut. Your face is more, (laughs) yeah, your face is more the, the, the front of you. Like it's, it's not hidden behind hair and, and stuff. And so what is this? I I just, I I mean, I had to acknowledge it Mm. because it seems like, even though I've not known you before, it seems like we're speaking to a new person.
6: Yeah that cool. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's a good like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no,
1: I, there's well, nothing about it like good or bad what I'm saying is it just seems yeah, as no, if I like you I know, you know where I'm coming well, I, from. I I, I I get
6: it. And
5: I, I think what is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly 2 centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first
6: time thinking I can't quite believe this is happening.
5: Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. I think the
6: domestication as, a you know, the first few years of, of just learning to be a human. So you have the basic stuff. There's a blueprint of that, that. My, my unconscious and my id personality, the base brain, has just acted out that stuff forever. Mm-hmm. And about three years ago, in seventeen, I had a, I had a complete breakdown, and I just I can't do this anymore. Whatever it is I'm doing, I don't understand anything. I don't know what's happening. I'm codependent. I'm a people pleaser. I'm just I'm just losing my freaking mind every single day. I don't understand it. And I was sober at the time. This was not just sobriety. Sobriety was the first step into reacquainting mm-hmm. with my true self, okay. you know, with my whatever, Atman or whatever you want to call sure. it, the, the actual essence of who I actually am meant to be. And then, you know, some of my friends or whatever would say, well, you've always been who I said, no, mm-hmm. you don't understand. There's a, there's a different place you can go to where you go Well, there's a blueprint to me that has nothing to do with what my mom and dad said or my nationality or I'm freaking Italian or like, just take all that away. Who are you? Mm. That happened three years ago. I started that journey. So what you're seeing is me in a baby face in the beginning of that new journey, which is Mm. I want to make sure I end my life being closer to the truth of you know what i think this life should be like right and, and and i'm not sure what that is yet um it certainly is not 150 dates on the road it's it's going to be a lot less there's going to be a lot more walking and meditation and painting and things that are just much more serene and uh you know catering to my introvert mm-hmm. personality I mean, it, it just has to take place. And then I also think that I made a connection this year with the fans that have supported me for 25, 30 years. They're all here now on the live stream that I do. Mm-hmm. And they're paying, they're pitching in, they're sending money, they're buying art, they're buying bootlegs and T-shirts. And the connection I've made has changed everything in a really, really... I don't know. It's a glorious way. I mm-hmm. understand my community better than I ever did. Wow. I'm not trying to show up for a gig. I actually showing up now for these people. Yes. We are together playing and making music. Yeah, man. That's wow. what, um, that's
0: what this is. That's exactly yeah. what this is. Like that's what it, this pandemic or whatever did for mm-hmm. us. It showed us that, that the community is essential and real And that we really do rely on each other, in a crazy way, for our health of our heads, and these conversations are essential. Yes, because if they don't come out, we never fucking know, man. We never know. And seeing them take care of you does something for you, right?
6: Yeah. No, it's it's it's. I've wept many days. (laughs) I really have, as I you know go to the PayPal account, and it's not the amount it's just the notes that these people write mm, and what they yes. say, Hey, I want to thank you for. And then they go through, sometimes it's super long emails just in detail about the last 25 years. And it's like, makes me emotional right now. It's just, I had no idea. I had mm. no idea. And I can't believe I missed this.
0: Well, you, know, you were caught time. up in your own yeah, thing, you were doing your thing. You know, I, I want to share yeah. something with you, man. So, um, I've had my own struggles with addiction in the past and, and uh, you know, when Mel and I met, I was a homeless junkie on the streets of Las Vegas Mm -hmm. and uh, she stepped in and, and was that person for me that was like, you know what, man, there's somebody inside there that needs to come out. I never Mm -hmm. saw that guy. I didn't know he has even existed. And um, you know, through not through a million (laughs) <laughs> Trial and errors did, did I start to even figure that out? You know, um, interventions and you know, rehabs and relapse and bullshit and you know, you know the score? Yeah um, but we her and I were having a conversation this morning based on listening to your album. and uh, you know, there's a, a tendency, at least for me, to at times identify with that guy, as me now. And and um, see life through the eyes of that guy. And, yeah. um, you know, maybe in the past two years, I've really started coming to terms and, and like, noticing when that happens and, like, mm. putting a check on it. Like, oh, yeah. you're, you're stepping back. And coming from a different place completely because... You know, we have this beautiful life. We've been married for 23 years. I live with my best Mm. friend since I was 12 years old. We're here in (laughs) Portland, Oregon. We, you know, we have this show. We're talking to you. There's all these beautiful things. Yeah. And I find myself more and more coming from that place. And And I realize for you with your music, there is a definite shift from... Where you were coming from at some like mind of a junkie and and mm-hmm. those type of songs and then at some point it shifted. What was yeah. what was the catalyst of that for you, man? Because I'm curious, just on a <laughs> totally selfish level, what started yeah. that? It's time for set, set break. break. Oh, that was cool. Let's do that one more time. It's time for set, set break. break. Wow. We're, we're doing
2: separate. Yeah.
1: Have you ever listened to Anders Osborne?
2: Out of a New Orleans Saints lamp that you got from Electric Fish Lights? Shit. Shit. You should. Darwin will.
1: Darwin? <laughs> Darwin
2: ordered a he did. Saints lamp? He
0: did. He went to electricfishlights.com. He told them exactly what he wanted ordered. He, he said he wanted an electric fish light that was shaped like a female puppy so that he could put it in his in his corner what about of the his room. Saints one? Well, he he also has that one too, but he wants to pu- <laughs> and he, he also wants, ordered really one, wants the puppy one He also ordered one that's shaped like a dog bone. Because you could do that, you know. You could go to electricfishlights.com, you could tell them what you want. You could get anything that you can imagine like a cartoon character or a sports team or but How well,
2: does how does that work?
0: It's this thing called IQ technology. And what that means is there's these 30
2: interlocking
1: quadrilaterals, right?
0: Mel, and it's 30 interlocking pieces that can be configured into 15 different shapes. It's made with upcycled vinyl from milk jugs, like milk jug plastic. And when you put those shapes together, it's basically endless what they can build. These lights are fucking dope. You guys go check it out. Go to electricfishlights.com online. Or go to at Lights on Instagram and you'll see what I'm talking about. These things come with a 12-year energy-efficient safe-to-leave-on LED bulb, a 12-foot cord, and a hardware kit to hang the light. You can use them outdoors. They even have a bulb that changes colors. You can upgrade to the color-changing bulb. And they also have another bulb that has a Bluetooth speaker in it. So when you get that cartoon character or dog bone, you can blast music out of it
2: and funky lights will light up your life. Yeah. So... Teacher room, different colors, and I can say it's safe. I have not turned my light off since January, for for Uh, real, dude, for real. It's been on for since January.
0: Damn,
2: yeah, I I quit turning it off. Like, like, why not take advantage of that?
0: Okay, well, hey, check that out. See, it's we're not just blowing hot air in your (laughs) ear right now. That's a real thing. So, check it out, man. They're hooking you up with ten percent off if you put in the promo code NSR when you check out, and. If you get the color-changing upgrade, they're going to give you a a one-of-a-kind, collaborative, no-simple-road, Electric Fish Lights print poster that will, if you get the color-changing upgrade, it comes to life. So go check it out, man. It is the most awesome stuff on the planet. ElectricFishLights.com At Electric Fish Lights on Instagram. Promo codes NSR. And then when you're done, if you're in the Portland area... You can head over to Define, Define Premium, Premium cannabis. cannabis. I love when you guys do that.
2: Because <laughs> it's yeah. fantastic.
1: Define, Define definitely fine. deserves a double voice.
2: Yeah. And, and What's uh, Define, Apple? Define Premium Cannabis is a cannabis dispensary up here in the Portland area. It's we not just have a cannabis dispensary. Uh, oh No, no it is the cannabis dispensary is, in you. this area. We have a location in Hillsboro and a one out in Forest Grove. And if you come in to see us, we will help you navigate the constant changing world of cannabis. Yes. and all Thank of the you. all of the new things that are coming out: the edibles, dabbables vapables, smokables, rubbables, all of those things. We all are the there. All the different
1: to, CBD, CBN, CBG,
2: like yeah, wow. And more and more stuff wow. comes so out all the time. Like I just brought home this week the new pear flavored wild gummy, with instant c- new favorite. CBG and THC in it. it I is was like biting so into a high. pear. <laughs>
1: I, first of all, the flavor was perfect. There's nothing that I would change. You guys were like all it about wasn't, these things. It oh. wasn't too sweet. It was perfect. Then the effects come on. Holy Mel freaking was like, Toledo! I felt
0: like I was higher than when I was rolling. I did.
1: <laughs> My body, like the the incredible body high that I had. I mean, it's definitely an aphrodisiac for sure. Or it's a great thing to put you right to bed. Like whatever you want to do, except for drive and like energy stuff. But if you want to kick it, relax, chill, maybe craft, whatever. It's the best. It's the best. And, and if you-
2: CBG is one of those things that's newer to the market. It has 10... 10- 10 times or more The anti-inflammatory Qualities of CBD. Great for your health It is a kind of An upper They say at first To try taking it In the morning But that's what I'm saying Come in Visit us We will educate you On all this stuff Because it's constantly New things are coming out Things are changing The milligrams Everything Sure And one thing We pride ourselves On to define Is taking our time With customers And if yep. you
0: go to The Hillsboro location Monday through Friday And you ask for Apple He will come out Of the back Dressed like an alligator And he will chomp his way over to the case
2: and help you find the perfect cannabis product. And I'll be a chilled alligator because 420 is over. And I'm now floating on a cloud of calmness. While you're there,
1: let them know that you are a No Simple Road family listener and they will give you 10% off of your purchase. And a free t-shirt. That's right.
0: So they're going to hook you up. So two locations in the Portland area to serve you. One in Hillsboro, one in Forest Grove. Go check it out. Ask for Apple. You'll meet an alligator. You'll get good Good cannabis, and uh, it you'll be taken care of business. So, I think set break is ending. Yeah, set I, so. I hear go. So. Back
6: to Anders. I Andrews. think it's. It was a similar, like I said, uh, in seventeen August in two thousand seventeen. It, it was a, a mental break, mm. and it, and it reminded me it was similar to the addiction break. Like sometimes I call it you get to the end of yourself in some way or another. So you stand at the cliff and you're looking at, okay, this is the end of me. If I turn around, I can go back and find myself again. But I think I'm at the end. Mm. And then, so that's kind of what happened in my despair in 17. I just, I just knew that I cannot go on touring like this. I can't be away from everything that I work for and that i love the most i can't spend 200 dates away from them Mm -hmm. it just doesn't make any sense anymore Mm -hmm. and and then you start asking questions like for what why am i doing it and once you start asking the actual real questions why am i do why am i writing a song you have to examine is it selfish is it for glory is it for fame is it for money and you, and you start going through that list of all the reasons that you have done these extremely uh, extrovert exercises. Mm-hmm. All these things that are about going outward. And once you ex- I examined that, I realized they're all people pleasing mm-hmm. and codependency. Code mm-hmm. Every single thing, none of it is for me. I don't want it for myself at all. And that brought me to a place that I I remember thinking about a long time ago, too, is that the gift I have of music and poetry is not for me. It's for other people. So Mm. I have to find who these people are that may need this and then make sure that we make a connection. That's my job. My job is not to glorify myself in, in all kinds of ways, which is the right cover art, the right. PR picture, the right interviews, yeah. the right stage lighting, the right—all the strategies that go out. You asked the first question about this record, all the shit that goes into this. The PR, you know, machine—it is so useless mm-hmm. once your ambition is gone. Once you realize you have no ambition to do the things for the those reasons, does this answer your question?
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, it does, okay. man.
2: Yes. Okay. It, holy shit! Yes, it does. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. and
0: then you have to. Then you're faced with f- figuring Why? out well, if you're going to keep yeah. doing it.
6: Even that's exactly it. And then the pandemic saved my ass. I, I realized, dead. yes, it's what I'm meant to do. I just have to do it for them, not for the audience. Mm-hmm. I don't have for the one I have. Wow. These people have been here for decades. Aww. That's who I play for, not for the other people.
1: Like your family.
6: Yes, they are and they truly are. I get people that tell me, my grandparents listened to you. I grew up with my my parents always played your record the so and so from nineteen ninety, and I'm like, this is amazing. So now I realize that's what I had. My mom turned me on to and so forth. And so you have this link. So if I would ever meet Jim Crochet, I would go my mom played Jim Crow's and like, I can't believe I'm meeting you. And then all of a sudden I feel like Jim was my uncle, right? Yeah. Well, that's what these people feel. There's part of their vocabulary. So if I play for them and we continue to grow old together and we live our lives through divorces and loss of children and parents and depression, addiction, joys, weddings, birth of kids, grandkids, if that's what we live through, it's worth doing. Wow,
0: you you're a beautiful human being, man. I, you know, I, I'm not. Thank just God saying for no. that. You're- thank
1: God for that breakdown yeah. in 2017. I mean, do you know? Like sometimes these are like these pivotal. Like you were saying, it's the end of your life uh, to some degree. Nobody yeah. wants to think about ends as new beginnings. You know what yeah. I mean? Ends are like yeah. a scary place to be like, that's it. No more. Yeah. It's gone. It's finished. Yeah. But here you pull out another aspect of yourself to mm. give mm. that you weren't currently doing or aware of. And I have to say this because we were I was reading this other article um, Uh, that someone wrote about you and you said, and you mentioned it a bit ago, 150 dates on the road and how it becomes a mantra based on the songs that you're singing. And Hmm. isn't life like that also based on the actions that you're continuously doing? That is a mantra you for your life, you you know, and even though you've been performing your whole life to tweak that performance into something that's actually feeding us instead of stealing from you. That shit. is like, that's blowing my mind right now. That transition that you've made and it seems seamless and clearly we know it's not, <laughs> but like that's a huge, just changing the intention changes the, the, the nutrition of your music. And I'm just grateful. Beautiful. Yeah, it is beautiful, isn't it? It's from you, but not at the same time. You know, it's like you're that higher, like you said, your Atman. It becomes Seva. Yeah. Yes.
6: Yeah. It there there is a, a returning to something that is it's just it just is like we said before. Yeah. And it's so easy to think that these are cliches, just like in AA, all these little small tidbits of slogans that we use. Yeah, I always said when people say ah, all these fricking slow, I go, well, that's the only way I'm gonna actually be able to absorb it, is in small doses. It's, mm-hmm. The cliches are made for me and my low intelligence to be able to actually understand and comprehend what they mean. If you gave me the whole depth of it, I don't think I would absorb it. I wouldn't understand. Yeah. And I think that's the thing about this too. Atman, your true self, the essence, be in the moment. They sound like cliches nowadays with New Age and, and all the yogi and Swami and Ram Das and everything that's getting popular again. It goes back tens of thousands of years. There's nothing new about it. It's just we have to use slogans to be able to absorb it. But that is the truth. And I don't have any doubt, no doubt, that that connection is what all of us are searching for. Mm-hmm. And it just takes a little. Different paths for each one of us. But it's, we're all going to the exact same place, which is the return to who you are. Yeah, That's what this is. This is a journey. When I go to Greece, I pretend I'm from Greece. <laughs> if I'm in New York City, I, I don't look up because I want to be a local. <laughs> I pretend I'm a local. And I go into the, yeah, you just go down the corner store right there, blah, 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 blah get my, you know, at the diner, blah, blah, blah. And I order. And I just pretend. I pretend all the time. Well, that's what we're doing in life. We're here pretending that we know what we're doing, right? Dude,
0: it, wow. You, you know, it, it's funny that you say that because <laughs> it becomes when you don't see that, when you don't see that thing, you are under this illusion that you can't change what's going on. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you're like, "Well, I'm fucking stuck." And no, man, you could, you could. 360 anytime you want. But that's the...
6: (laughs) Yeah, brother. That's the best. I It's one of my mantras when I meditate. It's like, yo, 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 yo. You are free, motherfucker. You're free. (laughs) I have to remind myself. And I literally say it like that. Yo, yo, hey, hold up. You're free. Yeah. (laughs) You know... It's so beautiful. It really is. You can is. do 360 anytime you want. Yeah. You'll be back right where you started. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hopefully with a new haircut and a new attitude, right? right? Let's try it again. (laughs) It's, you know, it's just a really cool thing. You were just saying how many birthdays you've missed, how many Christmases you missed. And to be here right now today with you at the first, at your son's first lacrosse game, that is a pivotal
6: it's beautiful. He's out there running. Yeah, it's it's, it's fantastic. How old this, is he? His birth. He, me, him. no, hey, your son. No, him. He's eighteen. Oh, Turning what? eighteen on on Monday. Yeah. Wow. Wow.
0: And you're going to be home for the birthday. So check this out, man. It it seems to me, at, at least for you, from what I understand, that these awful experiences, like a mental breakdown a pandemic and a lockdown turn out to be these huge blessings. Yeah. You know, the pandemic, I think from the story that you've told has taught you something that you wouldn't have maybe got
6: otherwise.
4: Yeah.
0: That's I think so. That's crazy. And, and you know what, now that I'm saying it, me too, we all are. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Me too, man. It's uh,
6: pretty good. It's a good one. Yeah.
0: I wanted to ask you um, about New Orleans. I was telling Mel this morning. I said, when I think of New Orleans, I think of Anders, like the, the two wow. two. Yeah, man, for real, for me. And and I think of Mardi Gras and, and voodoo and yeah. and and so many of the musician friends that we have hold that place in such regard. Can yeah. you tell me from what's... your your perspective what's the magic there?
6: Give me one second, Bella. Can you make sure you film some of this when he does that, Thank you. Sorry,
3: right I no. gotta get That's some... all good, That's, important. Man. That's
0: more important than I am. Fuck
6: no, 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 no. I'm gonna get some. I'm gonna get some footage. I just realized my wife said, if you don't get some footage, I'm gonna kill you, and I don't want to die <laughs> <No>. today. I'm <laughs> oh, not
0: no. coming in between that.
6: Yeah. So, about New Orleans. Yeah. What's what's special about it? I think. It's one of the cities, I don't want to say few, but in my experience, it's one of the rare cities in the world that actually exercises living in the moment. And they, they look for reasons to be in the moment. And it's not a put-on thing. It's a more of a cultural um, uh, way of living. Mm-hmm. They, they make sure that when they play, they don't play because it's a showcase. They play music because... They're playing and it's happening right here and now. And you could tell. So it's usually unrehearsed, a lot of improv, part of the style, all the way back 100 years back, you know, to traditional jazz and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, food, I think the food culture, the way it's mixed different ingredients is from the South, the Caribbean, the African, and the European, mm-hmm. French cooking with Spanish cooking. Um, and the West African cooking i think that has created uh, a culture of sitting down together mm. so you gather around the food which is what people talk about a lot you know in italy and stuff it's it's the same way you, you just the food is a very sacred part mm. so you don't go to a restaurant you go to hang out you have brunch for 4 or 5 hours sometimes like you sit forever you skip you don't go back to the office that's a common thing that happens they just continue their meetings at the eating place um Shit. what else is special all right we scored Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> awesome so um i i think that um and there's a nice mixture mixture of you know, personalities not quite like New York and, and LA and San Francisco and these these big metropolitan cool areas but there's enough I think because of the tradition of being a poor town my grandfather came there you know lived there for many decades and he was he was a merchant marine for mm-hmm. 40 plus years and he would tell me about all these different people and these guys that he became good friends with from Argentina and this uh, Dutch guy. And then the French people that he always traveled with. And it's like, so in his conversation, you would hear all these different nationalities. Right. And I think, uh, you know, Portland has that as well. Mm -hmm. It's a poor town. So you get all these people come from everywhere that creates a, I don't know, just a, A little more openness. Mm.
0: Yeah, an open vibe.
6: Yeah, you're forced to actually accept other people's ways of living a little more, I think. Uh, Damn. Which is different than if you're in the middle of the country somewhere and you don't see as many different cultures. It's hard to understand and not feel threatened by it. But I'd say that, you know, the music, the, Hmm. the, um, the spontaneous way that we play music and the food; those two things are just oh. a remarkable contribution, I think, to um, the culture of, of the world. That's what I think.
2: Right, man. You, that's, that's, really that's that's really beautiful. We can't wait to get the, the well. Twenty twenty. We were we're everybody we know that down around there talks about Jazz Fest and we you know we we're supposed bread. to be going but that's gonna happen and when it does again it's gonna be spectacular and we we're hoping to be there we're gonna go
6: eat somewhere we're gonna yes. go eat yeah somewhere. Oh, man i'll take y'all out Heck fuck yeah man, <laughs>
2: Anders. um
0: i'm gonna let you go watch your son man that's way more important oh, than doing this but so hey sweet. i want to tell you something man before we go i appreciate everything that you've done yes. knowing or unknowing it's done a lot for me man when damn
2: I'm getting emotional yeah well yeah. he's getting emotional well it's okay. Um, you you, when, you mean a lot to us and yeah. our, and our sobriety and our taking care of ourselves and this new album is yeah. so inspirational at a time when it's so needed, brother. Thank you.
0: Yeah. When I heard "Mind of a Junkie," it um, <laughs> it started something for me. Wow. And, and um, that's amazing. So thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. And and, uh, and even oh.
1: currently, I mean, that was that was an older song, but even currently, like you're bringing up these deep conversations like Aaron and I had this morning about our relationship and our marriage Mm and, and his addiction. And, and that's today, 23 years into our marriage. Like you're still being relevant and you're timeless. And, and I, I appreciate that so much because no matter how far you've come from where you were, you're going in the right direction. And I'm appreciative of that. And so thank you. And when we do come to new Orleans, I'm buying you dinner. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's a a five-hour dinner. All right,
0: brother. You take All care right. of yourself. Go enjoy your day, right. man. Much love from Thank us. Thank you to for you so your blessings. So Likewise. All right. Thank you.
6: Bye, bye.
5: The back of Margaret Street, his last day in the Keys. He was thinking about Neil Cassell, thinking about Austin, too. How feminine the darkness is when it cracks your heart into. staring Fancy wine was high, we kept his loneliness warm. Or oh, some would say he was no good, just a drunkard and a brute. Others claimed, misunderstood, he was passionate and misused. I was the violent one His dad from Baton Rouge So he learned To go unseen In the sacrilege of burning A room We remember your birthday Now since you're gone And every time Your tune comes on We all sing along But no one gave a shit Seagull squawk in his heart.
2: I think we all loved Anders before, man. What an inspiration! What an amazing dude.
0: I don't even know what to say,
1: honestly.
2: I mean, I don't either. That that was like that was like another therapy kind of session. He is what an inspiration. Did to hear we his barely voice. even talk
1: about the album? <laughs> we did. We, we got in there a little, little no, bit. at I beginning No, I know. I'm just saying like.
2: I think we heard a whole lot of where the album comes from now. And that is amazing to hear him saying that, that like that realizing, slowing down during the pandemic, he realized what it's all about. And all his there
1: was a few things
2: fans that are like family now. and
1: That he said about like questioning yourself. Why am I doing this? Why am I writing this song? Why am I going from state to state? Why am I taking this photo? Like I'm why? be fucking mindful why? of why what you're putting out, like or what wh- you're putting in. Any of it. Yeah. <laughs> be mindful. He yeah. didn't say those words, but that's kind of like a lot of what he's gotten out of the the time is what is this? Why am who are you? <laughs> like, who is this face looking back at me? What, why am I doing these things? That right there, just the, the plain and simple questioning of your own motives to get to a better, not even, not even a better space, but like a different space. Yeah. It's, it's
2: a your continu- space continuation yeah. of your journey I, on the planet. I, I love, he, he's, he, I just, We all did love him. He's like a humorist too. His sense of humor, you can tell, is just fantastic. The way he talks about things and that, like stripping it down, like you're you're not Italian, you're not this, you're not that. Remove all those things. Who are you? I just like he's got a. I mean, figures with hey, he's got a wonderful sense of humor about uh, about everything and a wonderful sense of life and
1: and how he can just pony back and forth to like traumatic, hard times and now, and not have any attachment to like the emotion of it. Like, I mean, I'm just basing it on this conversation right right here. I'm not saying that that's, uh, (laughs) you know, he's got a perfect way of viewing things. I'm saying he can sit there and talk about different aspects of his life with a clarity. I'm sure that maybe one time ago wasn't as easy to do.
0: Yeah. I mean, I know I can only speak from my own experience, but I couldn't even articulate the feelings. You know what I mean by that? I couldn't even tell you how I felt or what it felt like or how it made me feel or any of that. It was there was a wall there during all of that. Ah. And and then coming out of it, it's like when you're able to speak about it, it's it's a relief. It's a relief to be able to articulate feeling yeah, when you when you've done du- like
2: dulled it for years.
1: Yeah, I yes.
2: And it it, it it's what well, it sounds like. That's what he did too. Talking about getting to 2017 <clears throat> and that breakdown. Like even when he was already sober, to get to that point of a breakdown again and being useless.
0: And we didn't even talk about he started that. I forget. Yeah, what it's called. save
1: our no. I call I a want- friend. Um, no, that's not what it was either. I, I want to bring it up because it was really, really rad. It's not called call a friend. Say, well, well, either I way, he's it's- definitely
2: someone which I'm sure we're going to reach out to him yeah. and have him on again when we have we can do a you know like more longer and sitting down. That is a very inspirational and again a teacher in a way. There's a lot very there. much. A so teacher. he started
0: a, a a thing where if a musician is getting sober. Instead of them going from show to show, white knuckling in bars, you in any town that they have a show in, yeah. they can call a friend.
1: Yeah. Okay. This is what it's called.
0: And they'll come just sit with them while they play, and make sure that they keep their shit together. And they'll come thirty minutes before the show and stay thirty okay. minutes after with them.
3: Wow.
1: Um. What I, w- I wanted to read a little bit about it because it's called send me a friend, send me
0: a friend. That's it.
1: So, um, send me a friend. Um, he, this is him, um, talking. I thought if there was a network of collection of, of a collection of names and people who were willing to come out and sit with the artists so they can get back to work. And what if there's a network, maybe international or just national or just at first in the city of New Orleans. And then we thought, what if we designed something that specifically catered to all music industry people, including including the dancers, the crew, the lighting guys. Um, so right now, or when this happened, he was had sitting having two guys sit next to him and you realize that it was like a comfort, it, you know, like say, think about like a big old bouncer. Like, you, yeah, there was you know. two
0: guys sitting on stage left, just chilling out, watching him play.
1: Yeah. Um, And instead of finding it, you know, kind of disconcerting, it was a a comfort to him and it helped him through this time. And so creating that, send me a friend to anybody in the industry who needs that support. And, and what a cool conversation, what a cool relationship you could create and cultivate through that.
0: And you would have, if you were doing a tour, you'd have friends in every city. That would have your back.
1: And so I guess. Yeah, you know um, you're
2: going somewhere where you're going to get that again.
1: Send Me a Friend is an arm of the um, the Positive Vibrations Foundation. Um, And they've been a network of support for sober musicians of all genres. Um, In 2017, NPR featured Osborne and the organization um, to let people know about it. So... um, go ahead and look it up. It's send me a friend and it's under the arm of the positive vibrations foundation. So if you guys want to um, give to that or just learn more about it, um,
0: it's a worthy it's cause, a
1: worthy cause and clearly something that's helpful to the people that we love that are the musicians that are yeah, singing yeah. our, our unsung songs.
2: I know. I don't want to lose anymore. Well, no. I, I love that that he was thanking like connecting with his fans, not even reconnecting, but connecting and stuff. So like, I mean, you could support him too. The love he said he's getting from that. And it's not just the monetary, it's no. the note. It's the notes and the emails and it's the so gratitude. It reminds
0: me of the show so and much.
2: What it makes ai I'm going to throw this out there for everybody here is this. It's the, his album came out February 19th. We're recording this on the 20th. I'm going to order the vinyl right now. I wanted to ask him about that, but we were a little t- The You get the vinyl, and it comes with a treasure map, and the treasure map has clues in it to get the possibility to win a treasure chest Cute. of some type that he's doing. So it just, I mean, obviously <laughs> talking to him, I mean, this is a very, uh, always has been a very awesome dude, but is in like a new, like you he said, birth, you're space. seeing my new baby face yeah. of this person and just what an amazing person to yeah. have on the show. And, finally get to talk to because we wanted to do this for a little while but he's like Since one of the busiest I men think that, in but show i think business. this was the
1: perfect opportunity like you know say we would have talked to him <gasps> last year he was still in was the process so big, and
2: he was so busy and so but well
0: you, I, I just you, wherever feel like they're these, at i'm cool with
2: yeah, they, yeah yeah these happen when they're supposed to a perfect thing he's there at his son's lacrosse game he just had his album yesterday his son's birthday is coming up he's sounds out. like a good week yeah
0: all right you guys well and that's anders osborne that's <laughs> anders In and a that was
1: just an it was like a, a tiny little Snippet. piece yeah. <laughs> yeah he's got a lot
2: there's a lot there. there's a lot yeah, there they will be sure have several follow-ups with him and i can't wait to come down to new orleans yeah <laughs> have some good cooking
0: um check it out you guys go get the the album um, if you if you're into the vinyl, do that. Otherwise, go pick it up on on whatever streaming platform. It is absolutely amazing. You just heard two Real. of the songs, um, and uh, those were my two favorites on the album. And uh, you know, if you're if you're not familiar, I'm sure most of you are with Anders. Go back and listen, and you'll hear what I was talking about. There's there's a definite tone to his older stuff. And then there's a very real, visceral shift in the message of the music and where he's coming from. And it's really cool to like go on that journey musically with him.
2: And, uh, yeah, hi, man.
1: Have an Anders day.
2: Well, it's all very uh, heartfelt and it's timeless. His stuff is very relevant. His writing. It, oh, yeah. Even through the changes, it, it, it always, kind of like Grateful Dead's music, it's always right on. Right on. With what's going on with you or something. It's music, it's therapy and helpful. All right. So
0: we'll be back next weekend with, next weekend, next week with more stuff and things. We'll be back
2: next we'll weekend too. We'll be
0: back, back sometime. Well, yeah. <laughs> <It, they'll be laughs> next week in a yeah, minute In the very weekend. near future. Yeah, there. There it is. Thank you, Apple. And uh, <laughs> take care of each other until yeah. then. And smile at a stranger, yourselves. wash your hands, and uh, pet dogs. And, and uh, make sure you
2: eat good food. You know
1: what? When you walk by a mirror, smile at yourself. Tell you know
2: yourself what? you're awesome. And you know what? Pretend. That's another yeah. thing I like he brought up. Pretend. You can always, you know can always switch it up by pretending.
0: I'm going to be a pirate today. There. Arr. 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 All right, you scallywags. <laughs> See you walk next week. Plank. I'll make you walk the plank. Arr. Bye, everybody. We love you. Peace. Love you.
2: But it's a tab bit a strange similarities that feed to A equal A complex. The fears of your past do not equal the perplexities of the current road.